Welcome to the Canacoin Podcast with Q Nicole, and I am here to destigmatize the wellness and the wealth benefits of cannabis. My name is Q Nicole Vanderhorst. I am the CEO and founder of WH Farms. We are a cannabis company, and we help people really understand the value of cannabis in their lifestyle. And so I am excited because if you are kind of curious, a budding entrepreneur, or just someone that's an advocate, I'm here to destigmatize this plant because the plant is innocent, okay? And we want to make sure that we highlight what's happening in the industry. So today I am always going to start this phenomenal podcast off with a hot topic because I want you guys to understand how amazing this industry is. And today's hot topic is a little different because I am going to highlight the ingenuity and the innovation of a client of ours that we will have the pleasure to interview later in this podcast. So one of the things that I love, when we started WH Farms, our goal was to help businesses launch or expand their CBD product line. And we knew state by state there were costs of, of in the millions to launch a legal cannabis business. But WH Farms sought to really, really destigmatize and to open up the pathway. We have a beautiful farm in Eastern North Carolina where we grow our own cannabis and we provide this phenomenal product to businesses that are looking to create product lines. And I just want to show you this massage candle that has my household in a chokehold. Okay. So it's, you know, it's illuminated so that you can really get a feel for this erotic massage candle. Okay. It's just everything. And what I love about this massage candle, I mean, aside from the fact that it smells amazing is that this soy wax when placed on your body, right? Just, I just want to stop right there. I just want to ask you, how many of you have thought about pain relief? How many of you have thought about relaxation? And how many of you have thought about a CBD massage, a hot CBD massage? We're going to talk about this innovation and this technology, right? Like this formulation that provides so many benefits because I am highlighting Shop Kinky Green. Shop Kinky Green is an Atlanta-based CBD brand. They are phenomenal providing an array of products that not only help to relax, not only help to ease and soothe, but you know, they also contribute to having a slip and slide good time. So we're going to jump right into the episode, um, but I want to just highlight the Creativity, because so many people look at cannabis and they say, I can smoke it, I can take a gummy, I can vape, but you also can really appreciate body care and wellness and lifestyle because the cannabinoids that are in these uh, in this plant helps to provide a phenomenal array of therapeutic benefits. And we want you guys to know all about that. On today's episode, we have Dr. Tiffany Henry. Dr. Tiffany Henry is a sex expert, psychotherapist, wife, and the founder and the CEO of Shop Kinky Green. Kinky Green is the brand name. And what I'm so excited about is she was able to create a brand that infused all of her talent as well as her aptitude in the arena of helping women and men relax and really get into a groove so that they can properly release and enjoy one another. And what I also love about her products is although they're sexy, they don't only have to be used in the bedroom. It's really about a lifestyle. So Dr. Tiffany, thank mm -hmm. you for joining you. me today on the Can of Coin podcast. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so proud of you. I could, I like, 
It is my honor and pleasure just to sit here and bask in the glow. So thank you. Thank you for showing up. Listen, you know, you know what we do. You know what us Southern women do. Yes, show up I show do. Up. I do. So please introduce yourself for everyone. Okay. So my name is Dr. Tiffany Davis Henry. I'm a licensed psychotherapist. I'm also a sexuality expert, sex therapist um, based here in Atlanta. I do have a small private practice, um, but I also do a lot of other things. So my background um, is in media. I have hosted different daytime talk shows, The Revolution for ABC. I hosted a nighttime talk show for uh, TLC called All About Sex. Um, and most people recognize me from my on-camera appearances on like Good Morning America, Today's Show, Steve Harvey, uh, The View, The Chew, The... Drew Barrymore show, you know, all the things, right? Um, and I kind of shifted uh, over these last couple of years doing some work, um, wanting to really focus some work behind the camera. And that was primarily, um, I don't know if you and I have talked about this, but um, that was primarily because I wanted to take more control over the things that I did, more ownership in the work that I was putting out. I love media. I love what I do in that shape and form, but um I don't always have control over the projects that I'm allowed to do or get to do or I'm hired to do. So I started doing intimacy coordination in television and film, which is a very interesting, um, another uh, feather in my cap, which is in television and in film where there are scenes with nudity or simulated sex, um, I go in, I make sure that those scenes look very realistic. I yes. help actors get a little bit more comfortable. Um, and then we also make sure that actors uh, and productions are safe, right. um, that people aren't being asked to do something that they never signed on for and that um, boundaries are set, writers are signed, writers are adhered to, and that people feel really good about what they're doing. So. I mean, that's kind of in a nutshell. You said a lot. I said a lot. I mean, you know, then there's Kinky Green. Then there's the podcast. Yes. We Earlier this year, we launched Intimate Details with Dr. Tiff. Intimate Details is the name of my practice, as well as the parent company for things like Kinky Green, where, you know, it is, I love the podcast because it is such a safe space for people to come and have intimate conversations. Yeah. And when I say intimate, I don't necessarily mean sexual. Right. There is intimacy is um sex or emotional closeness as yeah. well as physical closeness. Absolutely. And so with everything that I do, I like to bring those two things together. Yeah. So you were so gracious to come on the podcast as well. And I feel like we had a very emotionally close we conversation. Did. We did. And so many of the things have come at, so many of those conversations are had on the podcast. And that's what I really love. That's yeah. the content I like to put out and the relationships I like to build with people such as yourself. Awesome. You know, what <laughs> I love about your presence in this space is that you do create that vulnerability and that safety for people yeah. to because intimacy is very layered right it like, is very a lot of times we feel that we can jump right to sex but there are mm -hmm. levels to this thing and so yes. you help especially I can only imagine as a psychotherapist you help to kind of peel back those layers so that mm -hmm. people can become more comfortable absolutely um this is a learned we every relationship we have an opportunity to learn more about uh, what we like, what we dislike, what turns us on and what turns us off. Um, I think that sometimes we think about, especially going into relationship, we think about relationship or our sexual relationships, our past, whatever, as failures. But no, just like in business, yeah. our, our our failures, those things that we don't do well at, the things that we, what you don't like in the bedroom is just as important as it what teaches. you 
Like, yeah. yes. And hopefully you are empowered to teach the person that you're with That's it. what you like and what you don't like. Yeah. I think too many times we are, um, we're charging our partners with figuring it out. Like you should just know. Why should they just know right. that if this is the first time they've ever been with you, you got to show them. That's right. Right. And on, on the flip side, Let's not take what we learned in previous relationship right. and think it's one size fits all. Exactly. That it's going to apply to the next person too, because just because she liked it, don't mean that I will. Yeah, you might have it. Might have to hit a little different. <laughs> you might have it to might angle have to that thing a little different. You might have to angle it a little bit different <laughs> if you're trying to get down with me. That's it. You know. You know. I love that. You know. One of my first questions was, "How did you get the name the Sexpert?" But I feel like after I've just heard you explain all of that, I mean, damn, how can I'll you be not honest. have the name the Sexpert? Well, the thing is, like, I, I don't even know if I fully accept that or walk into that. I know that because I, I think when I hear it, I, an expert in sex, yes, but my background, the anchor to everything that I do is mental health. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And when I decided that this was the career path that I wanted to be um, a sexuality expert, yeah. not just sex, right. um, I wanted to make sure that above everything else that we had, that I had a firm foundation in mental health because yeah. – a lot of the sexuality issues that we see, whether it's anorgasmia, difficulty having an orgasm or premature ejaculation or um, individuals with low sex desire, a lot of times is rooted in some sort of mental health concern. Yeah. I'm not saying disorder, I'm saying concern. So if someone walks into my office and says, you know what, I've never had an orgasm before, and, and that happens, right? Mm -hmm. I've never had an orgasm before. I'm looking at you know, the biological stuff, medically, what's going on, making sure everyone is okay, medically, physiology. Yeah. Um, I'm also looking at, okay, how have relationships gone with you in the past? Is there any trauma involved? Is there something that happened right. that makes it difficult for you to have an orgasm? And then I look at their relationships as well. What's your partner doing or not doing <laughs> right. that could be causing you not to have an orgasm? Then we start asking questions like, well, are you able to orgasm with a toy? Right. And right. you would be surprised how many women, women in particular, um, because that's the majority of my client base, um, that will say, well, I can't orgasm with a toy, but just not with my partner. Mm -hmm. So the plumbing does work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We just got to figure out why it doesn't work in certain situations. Yeah. And that sometimes is not a sexual problem. Mm -hmm. It might be a relationship problem. Mm -hmm. It might be a mental health problem. Perhaps there's anxiety with my partner. Mm -hmm. Or I trust this toy more than I trust this dude that's cheated on me 15 mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. So I can't let go enough to have an orgasm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we got to look at it all. I love that because I think that so often, especially in today's society, everything just kind of promotes sexuality. And there is no real conversation of the precursor to comfort and vulnerability. Mm -hmm. So what have been some common trends that you've noticed as a therapist um, that and not just for females, but even for male clients that can contribute to uh, a lack of sensation in the bedroom? Well, I think I, I think I might say um, number one would probably be a lack of comfort in communicating what people want sexually. Um, I don't necessarily think we're taught to talk to our partners about sex. Mm -hmm. um, many of us were raised in homes where the bulk of the education was don't do it. Right. 
That was right. it. Just abstain. don't do it. Right. You're at, yeah. But no one talked to us about how to abstain. That's right. No one talked to us about pleasure. Pleasure was not even on the table. Mm -hmm. Unless you were a guy, mm -hmm. you might have some of those conversations. But we weren't necessarily talking with our kids about pleasure. Um, and beyond that, there was also this religious guilt that was layered on top of it. Exactly. So you get to be this adult who has been told to either hide or repress any feelings of sexuality or urges that you have don't really know how to um you know articulate what it is you might like maybe you haven't had very many experiences right. or the or perhaps some of the experiences that you had were traumatic yeah so now you don't have a very clear picture about what a healthy sexual relationship is supposed to be right so as young adults, typically we're trying to weed through all of that stuff. Now, let's layer on this newer generation that was basically raised in the era of pornography. Right. right. So they also, now they have a visual representation of sex or sexuality that is not congruent with reality. Right. It's hyper-focused. It it's is. Hyper, yeah. It is. But it's also... Um, a skewed expectation of what our body does. Right. So, for example, um, we see a lot of young men, younger men, who've been basically raised with porn. They had access that we didn't have. When we, mm -hmm. were, we were growing up, um, not to date myself or you or anybody else in the room. Um, Certain things didn't yeah, come on before 10 o'clock. They didn't, and you had to pay for it. You had to pay. You had to pay for it. <laughs> or if there was a dirty magazine... You know, you found it somewhere. It was right. hidden or whatever. Like, you really had to work to right. see the things that you wanted to see. Whereas now, I can just boop, 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 and it's up on the internet right. immediately, right? So we've got a lot of younger men who, oh, also, let's add in there, texting rather than talking. Right, right. right That's the right. relationship skill yeah. that we don't necessarily utilize, right? So you you do all of this stuff, right? You're looking at porn. You're able to download it. You, you're seeing how... A male, uh, male identified person in a pornographic film or whatever, um, sex seems to be lasting for like 45 minutes. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, okay. That's what sex is supposed to be like. Then they have their first sexual experience and it lasts seven minutes. And I'm like, oh, goodness, I'm not working properly. Let me, at 20 years old, go out and get some Viagra so I can last longer. Oh, wow. Without realizing that the average sexual experience from penetration, yeah. if we're talking penetrative sex, averages about seven minutes, six to seven minutes. Yeah. So if your expectation is based on what you see in porn, we really have a problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So my job is... I guess, tempering all of those expectations, yeah. making sure that people are comfortable with where they are sexually. And if they'd like to grow, let's grow reasonably. Yeah. And yeah. let's also include your partner in that yeah. conversation. Yeah. If you have one. I think that that's one of the healthiest benefits to, you know, partnership is being able to explore sexually mm -hmm. together because yeah. I think that it should be a journey you know what you like in one phase or season of your life may not be the thing right and you know future seasons or you get to kind of like evolve different parts of yourself right. and so I and love you may the not be able that. to yeah as we age things don't work the same <laughs> they don't and so we have to be able to adjust like what if as we age right I might have a knee injury or a hip injury that prevents missionary position but right. guess what let's not look at it as a failure let's ooh, let's open <laughs> up the Kama Sutra and see where we what positions we can get Some into good tantra sex you know what I mean 
we have to be able to adjust in every phase in our lives and our in the bedroom is one place where we can actually have fun we can connect with our partner and we can grow in our relationship for sure so let's get into you know how trauma shows up in sex because that is really really deep i think that Mm -hmm. i i shared candidly on dr tiffany's podcast that i went through an inner child healing process Mm -hmm. and what i love about my journey is that i really dedicated time to myself to understand how my trauma was showing up and how I engaged Mm -hmm. with others. Mm -hmm. And so fortunately, I I was absent in that season of my life, so I didn't get a chance to test it sexually, but I was married shortly thereafter, so I did get a chance to test it then. Hello. (laughs) The marital bed is not defiled. And so with that said, it gave me an opportunity to appreciate the healing that was necessary to really connect. I think that there's so many people who are unaware of trauma that may lay dormant that causes them to either be hypersexual yeah. or either not, like like you said like non-orgasm like they're not able to orgasm yeah. or how does trauma show up and what recommendations do you provide um it shows up in so many different ways um trauma can be very as you know can be very debilitating for some and it can be it can make them um make people act completely out of character yeah Um, So it really is individualized. Um, We see people with severe um, PTSD. We see people with severe depression around sex and sexuality, their sexuality. Um, We see a lot of um, avoidant kind of behavior, people who just avoid relationships altogether because of the hurt that someone else might have inflicted on them. Um, It is important, no matter where you lay on that particular spectrum, that you do the work that you get yourself on somebody's couch that you talk to someone um we were all raised not all but many of us us, yeah many of us were raised in um households where you didn't talk outside of the household um where we weren't protected one of the questions one of the intake questions that i ask a lot of clients is and this is deep it's okay when were you dropped as a child when were you dropped that's so deep it is that is something when were you dropped and get people to really think like okay what do you i don't mean physically but when did you need a parent yeah and they just did not catch you right they didn't follow through yeah perhaps speaking of trauma perhaps i said to my parents this person touched me right or did something to me and they never followed up on that right you know, they didn't go to the police. They didn't report it. They didn't believe me. Right. And then took the other person's side and said, well, if you hadn't been dressing this way or right. walking this way or doing right. this, you know. And so those early wounds are what we're dealing with now as yeah. adults when we can't manage relationships, when we can't communicate properly, when we can't orgasm, when we can't find pleasure in anybody's company. Right. So trauma is going to show up in a myriad of ways, yeah. but we have to we have to be honest with ourselves and recognize that as a people, as black people in yeah. this country, yes. we all if we cannot identify trauma that we have experienced, please understand that it is in our DNA. It's genetically. I actually read a book um post traumatic slavery syndrome. Oof. And it talks about how we as a race have we're genetically inclined to trauma just because we are the byproducts of slaves and something that you said when were you dropped you know for those of you who know my story um i was held at gunpoint by my father at the Mm -hmm. age of three 
I went through a series of years where, you know, in between three and nine, my at the at the age of nine, I found my brother dead. And so that was traumatic. Right. And so I went through this season of not being able to communicate because everybody around me was grieving. So they kind of just thought because I was young and I was continuing to function yeah. that I was OK. But we didn't have therapy back. You know, we didn't yeah. have conversations. You had about, it, but we weren't we, utilizing. We weren't, it. we weren't utilizing therapy as a culture, as a family. Mm -mm. Everything was church. You know, yes. we can take it to God. We can take it to God, leave yes. it at the altar, brush it under a rug, right, and just figure out what what to do. But what you said about you know understanding when that happened, that was part of the reason why. And it's aside from the couch, because I believe in the couch. I live by the couch. I also chose cannabis. Because when I realized that my inner child wounds were really like bubbling up once my father transitioned, I chose actually a tincture, but I chose a cannabis tincture to really help to sort through the thoughts, mm -hmm. to stop them from being so like rapid in my mm -hmm. mind, to give me a chance to allow my nervous system to really reset and to just go through a process of just conditioning myself to know that I was okay. Like you're going to grieve, mm -hmm. you're going to feel some things, you're going to be okay. And so I love the fact that you have been able to, as a licensed professional, incorporate cannabis and the therapeutic benefits yeah. of this plant, even to your clients and your patients yeah. and your product line. Yeah. So Dr. Tiffany's not a smoker. That's not no. her thing. I, I wish I liked it, but I don't. It's okay. I just don't. What's your thing? Um, gummies, you know, yes. religiously every night, every single night. 50 milligrams of my gummies. Dr. Tiffany makes her own gummies that are packed with power. They are. They are. And, you know, I when I'm on vacation, because I don't take my gummies with me, I usually take the kinky green gummies with me. I should say these are my gummies as well. But, uh, yeah, the ones that I make. That's it. That's, that's my thing every single night. I'll tell you, my day starts. It started this morning. Um, with a 2,500, six drops of this, of uh, the tincture um, every morning in my coffee. Yes. Um, and then, yeah. And then, so I start and end my day. So tell us some about sort that. of edible situation. How have you felt as you've incorporated like cannabis into your lifestyle? Like how has it helped you to, did you find that you were shocked with your response or perhaps even other people that you've allowed to test your products there their body's response to? So the biggest reason I think I'm trying, I want to be as truthful and as tra transparent as possible. I think I started, I, some of my first experiences with cannabis, I was, um, was when I was going back and forth to LA for filming. Mm -hmm. I was doing a lot of work with like Access Hollywood at the time. And I would go, I would be there like every couple of weeks and every couple of weeks I go to my little dispensary yes. and get my little baggie of things and I would fly it back with me. Nobody was checking me at the airport. So I would just bring back my things and um, just trying to figure out like, what's my dose? What do I like? Right. These are things I can't get here. So um, I just toyed around with it a lot. Like you said, I, I don't like to smoke, but I do. I love to relax mm -hmm. like anybody else. Um, so, you know, we would just kind of try things out. I don't like the feeling of getting high, high. Right, right. I've been high, high mm -hmm. to the point I have, I have, okay. So I went to the Dominican Republic with a group of friends. Uh -oh. Like, I want to say it was last year. And a friend of mine, this is a, this is a story that I will tell, but other people could tell. So I'm going to go ahead and tell it. 
Um, so we went, and a friend of mine, she lives in Florida, where she and she has a medicinal like license, license mm-hmm. to get things, right? So she brings the things to the Dominican, and it was we were doing birthday after birthday celebration that week. There was probably like three or four of us that had birthdays. And so she's like, well, I have some. This is 70 milligrams of THC. (laughs) So in my mind, I'm thinking there's no way this is 70 milligrams. That's not even a thing. And like for whatever reason, she said what it was. And I just did not believe it. It. You were high. It's how long did it take you to come down? Um, the next day. So what happened was I got catatonic. And if you don't know what catatonic means, it means it's something that you see. And I've seen it as a mental health professional um, where patients are on certain medications, but like they will stop moving. So I've had patients with severe schizophrenia do this to me. So I knew exactly what it was. But like if I was to lift my hand up to shake my head, to scratch my head, my hand would stay there for like five minutes. Mm -hmm. I like I couldn't move. Mm -hmm. I was fixing myself a plate of dinner. I was like I would just stand. I would basically fall asleep while I'm doing things. And I'm like, I have never, like, she told me it was 70 milligrams. So for the audience, that means you microdose. You start around 10 to 15, you know. For me, five. Figure your your stuff out. Know that CBD and THC are very different. Two different things. Because she does a 50 milligram CBD gummy every night. So she thought that this 70 milligram THC gummy was just a little bit more and it was a whole different story. I needed a whole caretaker. They were they were checking my watch to make sure I had the pulse. I wasn't breathing. Like it was a scene. It was a whole scene. I missed a whole evening. I say all that to say, yes, know your dose. Start yeah. out slow. I always with people who I had a conversation with a customer a few weeks ago. I don't even know if he's a customer yet, but he called and I had the opportunity to speak with him about where to start. Yeah. And I always say start with a um, if you can start with a broad spectrum product, I love our yummies for that particular reason, because yeah. for anybody that wants to just dip their toe in and kind of figure out their dose, yeah. it's a great place to start. But I use gummies at night that helps with sleep. I really wanted to find a product for my dad mm-hmm. who has a very mild stage of Parkinson's. Okay. And so he has difficulty sleeping sometimes, um, sometimes some night terrors. And obviously, you know, it disturbs my mom's sleep as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we found as we kind of inched up in the dosage, if he takes it like he's supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> And we all slip up. Uh, but yeah, if he takes it, he has no incident at night. That's he awesome. sleeps through the night. He wakes up well rested. He doesn't have these outbursts or he's not waking up and really, you know, my mom's not agitated or on edge, you know, whatever. Right. So that's why I created the gummies and that's why I create them strong. But what we know is that like I sleep well. Yeah. I wake up refreshed. Yeah. I don't have a problem. I, if I do happen to wake up in, in the middle of the night, I can go right back to sleep as opposed to now I'm up. Right. Um, so yeah, I love that with your busy lifestyle and you pour out into so many various spaces, like you said, you know, there's the sexpertise and Mm -hmm. there's the psychotherapy and then there's the media and then there's Mm -hmm. life, right? Mm -hmm. You have been able to maintain this rhythm and this cadence by having this cannabis lifestyle that is very, um, tailored to you. Yeah. So do you feel like it helps with like your performance, like your productivity, your mental Here's what I will say. Here's what I will say, because and someone asked me this the other day about like, if I needed to do this, will it do this? 
I, I feel like it is not a one size fits all. I right. feel like it is not going, everybody's body is going to react differently to it right. based on the dosage. For me, I know in the middle of the day, I have yummy sitting on my desk. That's awesome. Because if I am stressed, I might pop a few <laughs> to take the edge off. If I need immediate relief, right. you know, I'm going for the, for the tincture mm -hmm. underneath my tongue mm -hmm. because I ain't got time to tarry, mm -hmm. right? If I'm like, I need some now and later, I'm going to pop the gummies and I'm going to put the tincture under That's my it. tongue, you know? Yeah. Um, so you just kind of figure out what it is you need to do for when you need it. So uh, for me, I know I'm prone to a little bit of anxiety um, just in my day and having so many things going on and right. trying to juggle so much. Um, I'm thinking though, um, yeah, that's primarily, that's primarily how I use it. Yeah. Anxiety. And then just to, I don't feel like I, I love sleep to begin with. So I have no problem getting in the bed. Yeah. Um, and I like my sleep so much that I want to have as much of it as possible. Right. Uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. Um, I will say this. Here's a, another thing. Fun fact. I think that sexually, and again, this is everybody is different. So yeah. don't take this as me telling you this is going to happen. What we find with um, regular regimens of CBD um, is that the blood flow mm -hmm. is great, right? And if you know the science behind like an erection, um, that is blood flow, right? Going to the penis. Yeah. So if there are any issues in that area for men, or if sensation is an issue for women, like clitoral sensation, mm -hmm. because the clitoris is the same embryonic tissue as the penis, mm -hmm. right? So same nerve endings, all of that going to the same places. CBD, a regular regimen of CBD. Now you can't just take it once and be like, ain't nothing happen, right, right? right? Having that daily dose, making it a part of your daily wellness routine helps with so many systems in the body. Yeah. And that's why I take that every morning with my coffee. Yeah. No, that's why I take I it every night. Yeah. I am a huge tincture fan. Mm -hmm. And I have had so many men talk about how the tincture incorporated in their daily like mm -hmm. smoothie or yes. juice or wherever they place it that they're performing better. I remember yep. the first conference that we had, shout out to the Elevated Educator Conference, the <laughs> first conference that we had, we had so many men in the chat asking about erectile dysfunction. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking 50-year-old men. Mm -hmm. We're talking 30-year-old men that were mm -hmm. asking, like, how can I perform, last longer, et cetera. And, you know, a lot of the nurses that were present were talking about how the mm -hmm. tincture will help with blood flow, mm -hmm. help with maintaining an erection. And I think that's such a great question because... It is. But think I, about this, though, Q. Think yeah. about what we just talked about. These are 30-year-olds. So we need to look at... My mind goes to... Is it biological? Is it psychological? Right. Is it social? Is there really a problem with the biology? Are you expecting your body to respond and last longer than it should? Than it should. Yeah. At 30 years old, most folks, that many folks concentrated in one room, aren't all going to have erectile dysfunction. Right. Some of them may be expecting their bodies to do something and wanting to take something to last long. There are so many people that are on these erectile dysfunction drugs yeah. that do not need to be and will end up with prolonged heart issues Ooh. because they're taking something that basically, again, is elevating the pleasure, pressure and flow of blood to oh. a specific area. So we have to really start to help people. And that's one of the reasons why I do love this is it's plant-based. Yes, It's not something that's chemically um, orchestrated. And, um, but we really do have to look at 
all areas before we start saying, okay, well, yes, this is going to help with blood flow. Yeah, it might. But what I need you to do is figure out if this, if you don't like the person you're having sex with, but you're trying to make yourself last longer because of your own ego or what you think you sh your body should be doing yeah. based on what you've seen in porn for 15 years. No, that's not going to work. No. So then let me, t let me ask, um, let mm -hmm. me ask this expert how we set the scene, how mm -hmm. we set the stage. So let's just say, a couple is interested. They kids are away for the weekend. Mm, they have the home fantastic. houses, their home alone, and they want to set the mood, yes. right? Because we don't just have yummies and tincture here. Right. This candle, yes, it's a whole mood. It's a whole. So talk, walk us through how kinky green can help us get our, you know, kinky. Yes. Going. So let me just say this: um, outside of kinky green and just in general, force foreplay starts outside of the bedroom. Mm -hmm. We're not waiting till you get home, waiting till you get in the bedroom to start foreplay. Mm -hmm. Foreplay starts, you know, while you're still at the office, while you're still work, while you're running these kids around, getting them over to Nana's house so you can have this weekend right. and having that call and, and the pre, the pregame on the phone and just saying, baby, when I get home, <laughs> these are the things that's going to happen. You know, foreplay starts when we walk through the door and the house is already clean. Yes, Lord. You know, and we smell the fabuloso. <laughs> foreplay starts when dinner is done. I don't have to think about anything. There are roses, rose petals, and like we have to start Set thinking about it before. Yeah. Now, in order to do that, I might need to get some things cleared off the plate. Yeah. Like I need to be able to focus on what I need to focus on in this moment so I can be ready for what's about to go down later. Yeah. So in that way, we can incorporate things like our gummies or our tincture to kind of help us. If if you find that CBD helps you with clarity and focus yeah. and getting things done and staying on task and all that, we need to start that early. We yeah. can't wait till we get home to start that. Um, I love tincture and I love this one in particular because it is it doesn't have a flavor like a peach or a strawberry. This one is bare. It allows you to incorporate it into your meals. And you know, yes. we can start putting, I put tincture in um, some cocktails, mix it up in some honey, um, and then use that or some agave and make a nice margarita yes. infused with CBD. Um, or if I'm a tea drinker, I might put a few drops in my tea or just use flour in the tea with, you know, with all of the things that I might put in my tea. Um so do things that set the mood well before. So that means we can't text. Because you said that texting thing is like sure, you no can. connection. No, 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 no. Okay. Text, if that's what you do, that's right, what you do. Right. What I don't like is when that's the only form of connection. Right, right, right. I right. know you are, a, you are a wordsmith and you have the gift of gab. You, ain't nobody not having a conversation with you. Oh, yeah, no. The, yeah, I, that's not, this is not, no. I won't talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> my husband gets on me all the time he's like well, i'm like come on I just you know i need what i need so yeah you, know, you do we need, what we need yes yes and i'm sure he has some needs too that yes. you fulfill so <laughs> there we go so yeah so that that's a start the the hero product and i know you and your husband love the candle the hero product and the one product for us um that everybody talks about is the muscle melt and the muscle melt is our pain bomb yeah what i love about our muscle melt is that it is a topical bomb that can be placed anywhere with the exception of like eyes, mm -hmm. orifices, you know? Um, it can be placed on the body. It, if you are someone who's drug tested, for example, um, for your job, 
uh, the THC, it has less than 0.3% of THC, but it's not going into the bloodstream. So you can use it on your body and you can, uh, if you've got joint pain, neck pain throughout the pandemic, some of our customers were saying, you know, because I'm on the screen all the time, right. I have this neck strain and I'm always like putting it here. Yeah. Game changer. Yeah. Yeah. All I needed was for somebody to say that. So all of those things, right? So you get home, dinner's done, house is clean. You've been texting all day, telling them what you're about to do and yeah. how you about to lay it down. The candle is lit when we walk in the door. The candle is a problem. The candle is an opportunity. The candle is an opportunity <laughs> to create a problem. The that candle thing is, is slipping yeah. slide. So, and what I love, and the reason why we, I used to, um, I used to buy these massage candles or, and I had some experience with some older ones. Um, the thing that I didn't like though, is that they melted too fast. Okay. It is very, very hard to create a candle yes. that, that, that will be a massage oil that won't melt in just the heat of being outside. Right. Um, I don't promote the candles. This is just a business thing for me. I don't promote the candles very much in the summer because I'm always scared about them. Shipping. About shipping. I have no control over it being on someone's front porch yeah. for, you know, eight hours. Yeah. I sell them. I do them more so at pop-ups when people can take them. Yeah. Um, but we still sell them, but I don't push them as much because I'm always so fearful, you know, about that part of mm -hmm. it. But the candle is so nice because it not... it. The the thing about the candle. Here's the thing about the candle. Here's the thing about the candle. That she the formulated and created the recipe for herself. I did. First of all, let me just clap it up <laughs> for the genius in the room. Thank you. The thing about the candle, I believe that true healing comes when we can engage as many of the senses as possible. Yeah, yeah. The one that we're not engaging with the candle is taste. Mm -hmm. So let's think about that. Let's put taste aside. Visually, we really wanted it to be a calming, kind of visually stimulating, not nothing too jarring. Um, we wanted it to be an aesthetic that could go anywhere. We wanted it to look very sexy, mm -hmm. right? Um, the aroma, the smells, the scents. We wanted things that were gender neutral or gender non-conforming, as I say. Um, things that would, because we're putting it on the body, I want to make sure that it's not a turnoff. Like I don't want to do an apple pie scented massage oil candle because right. I don't feel like people want that on their body. Right. But when you smell carnal, which the name, which, yeah, this, yeah, that one is, oh, I mean, it's sexy to me. That's the first. This is actually the yeah. one it lasted yeah. in my home for maybe two weeks. I mean, like, my husband, the way that he that would let me sexy. know, he literally yeah. would just light the candle. That was like that was the foreplay. Listen, that was like that man <laughs> in Alabama throwing up the hat and letting yes. me know it's time. Yes. That's exactly what he'll light the candle. Like, okay, so this means that, this is go time. Yes, it's definitely it's go, time. go time. And it's it burns slow. So it, it gives, burns slow. It gives everybody a so, chance to reset. Exactly. So we chose a wooden wick because the wooden wick offers the sound you start to hear mm -hmm. that little if you listen really closely you start to hear the little crackling sound reminding you of a fire mm -hmm. going right so you've got that you've got the visual you've got the aroma you've got the you know what if you happen to taste it it ain't bad I mean, it ain't bad it ain't bad <laughs> it ain't bad but we have we really have thought about every scent since being engaged and um I think it makes for a great experience and obviously the sense of touch. And so what I 
encourage people to do is, um, you know, once you get a full melt pool, blow it out. I mean, if you want to just pour it on, pour it on, but just be careful with the wax, pour it out and then rub it into your hand. And I don't, don't pour it on somebody's body. You don't necessarily want, you can, you can, but I prefer putting a little bit in your hand and then rubbing it in so you can control it a little bit better. It melts into the skin. It is just wonderful. And I love that it scents the room. Yes. As well as, you know, goes on and it just doesn't leave the sticky, filmy thing on I you love afterwards. It. Yeah. I love it. So first of all, guys, if you want to have a slip and slide good time. <laughs> well, you've mentioned slip and slide a while, a, a few times now. So let's talk you know, about the slip and slide. It goes down in our bedroom. Right? Yes. Yeah, I'm seeing. Is there a mat slide. involved? Like, are no, you putting the tarp down? No, you just clean this, you know, take the sheets off the bed afterwards. And yes. you just, you know, start over And the, the cleanup is easy on yeah. this because we use all natural ingredients, all natural oils, like soap and water. If you happen to... All of our candles are coming with this candle coaster. Um, but if you happen to get it on the furniture or something, uh, soap and water. Just wipe yeah. it right off. It's not a thing where it's like, oh, now I've damaged my furniture. No, girl, you can get that off. It's fine. No, physical touch, we identified early that that was both our love language. Oh, so this is bomb for me. I mean, it's it's literally perfect. Like, it sets all the moods. And it's me also so great because, you know, we work. And so we are tired. So it yes. creates both the relaxation, the ease, the moment, as well as the introduction to the slip and slide good time. Right. And and the most important part is it is laced. Okay. It is laced Very with much the so. CBD. Yes. And so by he and you alluded to this in the introduction, like, by heating up the CBD, mm -hmm. it is a different massage experience. Mm -hmm. You're getting the warm oil. There's, there's something with, you know, having your partner rub on you with the massage oils and all of that. That's cute. But when the oil is warm and there's a little CBD involved, it melts mm -hmm. those pains mm -hmm. away. In a way, it's basically like a warmer, Pain more ball. liquidy version of the muscle melt. Yeah. It gets into your muscles, into your joints, just melts it all away. You have no excuse not to have a phenomenal, phenomenal sex life after I mean, this. To that point, ladies, you know, sometimes you might feel like you're not ready to fully jump on and just ride it out. But after that massage, you loosen up those muscles a little yeah. bit. It's a whole rodeo. Yeah, it is. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So here's the deal. We are I so excited rodeo. to get exactly grown and sexy today on the podcast. But that's what the Can of Coin podcast is all about because CBD and cannabis isn't just about recreational. Mm. It's about therapeutic. It's about sexual health. And Dr. Tiffany, you have given us so many amazing tips and yes. insights. So tell everyone where they can find your product line. Okay. So if you go to shopkinkygreen.com, you'll find the full line of products. The candle that is burning right now is called Aphrodisia, and Aphrodisia will be launched probably mid-September. We're still testing. This is like the final test that I brought you today. Um, we're still testing, and testing goes in with each candle iteration that we do. If I change a vessel, if I change a fragrance, if I change whatever... I have to go through the whole testing process again just to make sure it all works. Um, but the full line of product is there. You won't see Aphrodisia on there until September, and it is a limited edition. When I make them in the big jars like this, it's a limited edition. So you want to make sure that when you see it, you get it because when it's gone, I 
I won't make it again unless I feel like it. But everything else, the core products are there. Um, you can also find me on social at Dr. Tiffany TV, D-R-T-I-F-F-A-N-I-E TV. And then you can also join me on the podcast, which is Intimate Details with Dr. Tiff. And that is um, on Spotify, on Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, everywhere. Just get in where you fit in. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you. We have a nice goodie bag from WH Farms to oh, you. Oh, you know Some I Some cashmere love. vanilla body butter. Oh, Faye. Yes, yes. Faye. And we also have that frankincense and myrrh CBD infused soap because, you know, that's what they wrap Jesus in, honey. Yes, yes, So we yes. want to make sure that we give the people what Jesus had. <sighs> yes. Thank you. I love it. I will be using this tonight. Awesome. Thank you for tuning in to the Canacoin podcast with Q Nicole. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like this video. Comment below with something that you gained. Share it with your family and friends. Go grab a candle ASAP, right? And just continue to open up your mind to the benefits of CBD. You can learn more about our company, whfarms.co, by visiting us on the web or on Instagram. And we look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Music.